verses 17 through 28. I like to focus on verses 26 through 28 for our sharing this blessed Sunday morning. Amen. And if you're there, say amen. Amen, amen, amen. And the Bible reads as thus, verse 26 of chapter 26. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed it and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave it to them, saying, From it, drink all of you, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Amen. The word of God for the people of God. Praise be to God. Once again, God, we come before your throne of grace and mercy. God, asking you to visit us in this place that we may experience your power and your presence and that we may grow thereby which you have called for us to share today. I ask right now, God, that you hide me behind the cross and give me what I need, which is more of you, my God, and less of me. That you, God, may have your way in this place among these people and touch this preacher. For us in the precious name of Jesus Christ, my Lord, our Lord, we do pray. Amen. And amen, 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 amen. As the church opens and invites the masses to come back and experience fellowship and the freedom of corporate worship, the church and churches worldwide are excited to incorporate changes or additions to their services that will offer a greater worship experience. And that's important for us to know and take note of because any changes or additions in how the atmosphere is set to invite the presence and power of God in the church should always, I mean always, be done to increase, elevate, and enhance the worship experience of all those in attendance. And it works the same way in your personal life. For if you are looking to change your outlook and appearance, gain more education and knowledge, and even find that special someone to share life with, it should always, I mean always, be done to enhance you, improve you, and make you a better you to the glory of God. Now here at New Direction Bible Fellowship, we are in the midst of change as we add and introduce our digital church platform that will allow our in-person and live streaming viewership to be blessed with a more innovative worship experience 
that will increase our relevance and effectiveness as a ministry, striving to please God and win souls for our Savior. Now, in order for, my God, us to accomplish this, our audio and visual ministry has gained great knowledge and understanding that what we present must be full of captivating content of which is principal substance, such as written matter, uh, illustrations, uh, instructions, and information full of meaning and significance that you be engaged visually, excited audibly, and encouraged internally that your heart be prepared to receive a word from the scriptures. That we know from Genesis to Revelation, from the creation to the crucifixion, who the conquering Christ, King Jesus, is full of captivating content. See, see, that has the power to affect one visually through the imagery in Scripture, audibly through the preaching and teaching of Scripture, and internally by your heart being changed through the belief in Scripture. And here in this familiar passage of Scripture that is also found in the Gospels of Mark, Luke, and 1 Corinthians chapter 11 that revolve around the great gospel ordinance of the Lord's Supper, our holy communion of which we will take part of today, that was instituted by Jesus to reveal to his disciples and all mankind that he and his shed blood would take the place of the Passover sacrificial lamb's blood that, that saved the Hebrew nation from death and destruction while in Egypt, that now he and only he become the ultimate Passover sacrifice that will redeem all mankind from the power of sin and death. And right here in front of our eyes is the captivating content contained in the instituting of communion that is full of illustration, instruction, and information that the Apostle Paul proclaimed to have received from the Lord himself. And what makes the content contained in this portion of scripture so captivating, y'all, is due to who is conveying the content, which is Jesus. And see, if you are familiar with Jesus, uh, Jesus of the Bible I'm talking about, you know when he speaks, the content he conveys is so captivating that it has the power to affect lives in ways that bring about renewal, change, and even resurrection. See, it was the captivating content of what Jesus conveyed to the woman caught in adultery that changed her life. It was the captivating content of what Jesus conveyed to Lazarus that brought him back to life. It was the captivating content of what Jesus conveyed to we his sheep that gave us eternal life. 
and the captivating content contained here in Christ's instituting of the Lord's Supper, or Holy Communion, is designed to affect our lives. And not just on the first Sunday of every month, but every day of our lives as we are captivated by the content contained in Holy Communion that causes us to recall what Jesus did just for us. Now, Martin Luther King, in his I Have a Dream speech, stated that he had a dream that one day his children would, uh, would live in a nation that would not judge them by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Why? Because the content that resides within us is the essence and substance of us that flows through our character. That's why it's imperative, important, vital that the content we house within as Christians be pleasing to God, for content is important. And the captivating content of which Jesus spoke that was contained in the Holy Communion he instituted was first defined by illustration. Look at what he says in verse 26, y'all. He says, as they were eating, Jesus took bread. He blessed it and broke it and gave it to his disciples. Now, illustrations, illustrations are defined as examples or instances that helps make us see things clearer. See, seasoned preachers like Evans, Benson, and Jakes are experts in how to use illustrations that help we, the hearer, see and understand the scriptures with more clarity. And here Jesus does the same as he uses the breaking of bread to illustrate to his disciples how his body, his summa, would be broken by way of being beaten, bruised, and uh, brutalized for them as the sacrificial lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, according to John the Baptist. And it's the content of what Jesus conveys to us by illustration uh, in the ordinance of communion that should captivate you as well. For it was Jesus who took upon his body uh, the punishment and pain for you and I that we could have the opportunity to overcome sin and death that was designed by the enemy, the devil, to attack this body of flesh that we may fail and fall from the very grace of God and be left dead in our sins and trespasses. But when you survey the content, the substance, and the essence of what's packed in this ordinance of Holy Communion, you see that the Lord Jesus uh, was ready, willing, and able to hold the line just for you and for me. But Jesus was also uh, used th this blessing and breaking of bread to illustrate to you and I that what he breaks, he's also able to bless. See, the scripture says Jesus took bread, he blessed it, and he broke it. 
Now, we all know that we serve a God who is in the business of blessing. Anybody been blessed this morning? You're blessed with another day. You're blessed with to have breath in your body, your breath to be able to move. Jesus is in the business of blessing. But I've come to find out that we also need to know that we serve a God who is also in the business of breaking. I know it's tight, but it's right. Amen. See, you have been broken by God, but then turned around and God begins to bless you. Have you ever been broken by God? And then you turn around and God begins to bless you. Job was broken by God, allowing Satan to remove. But later on, Job was blessed by God uh, to be restored. Have you ever been broken and then blessed by God? And the Lord who has the authority, check this out, y'all, to break us, does so, my God, in areas of our lives that push him and others away that he may bless us with what draws him and others near. See, I don't know about you, but the Lord had to break me, my God, in the area of pride, uh, that that he could bless me with humility. And I'm still working on it, y'all. Keep me in prayer. Because humility is when you think you got it, God will show up and show you that you need more Uh, He breaks us in the area of greed to to bless us with the spirit of giving. He breaks us in the area of being controlling to bless us with submission. He breaks us in the area of superiority to bless us with empathy. He breaks us in in the areas of, of having bad attitudes or bad habits that he can bless us with friends. I don't know about you, but I don't want no friends with bad attitudes or uh, bad habits. So God is in the business of breaking our bad habits and bad attitudes that he can bless us with some friends. And there's not a friend like the lowly Jesus. No, not. Well, the Lord will break you to bless you. I believe he's in the process of right now breaking some folk in the room and out there streaming that he, he's, he's breaking you because he's about to bless you. So hold on. Don't give up. Don't curse your breaking. But count on your blessing. Because it's, it's come. I heard someone say, any way you bless me, Lord, I'll be satisfied. If that's you this morning, know that your blessing may come by way of breaking. Look, by God. And when you're broken by God, you can rest assured, my God, your breaking is going to benefit you. Because it's designed to break you, but overly designed to bless you. So receive your breaking that you can receive your blessing. So again, again, the, the content contained in communion that, that captivates us It's shown by way of illustration. But as we move on, we will see that the captivating content contained in communion. My God, look at him. 
comes with some instructions. Look, look at 26 and 26. It says, uh, Jesus says, take, eat. This is my body. 27 says, then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them saying, drink from it, all of you. See, instructions are overly important when you are implementing something new and improved. So, so, and, and when you get the opportunity to check out the content of the, uh, in chapter 26 and all of its uh, context, you will see that Jesus is in the midst of implementing uh, 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 something new and improved that would remind all of mankind of what he had to suffer for the sake of souls being saved. Yeah, instructions, y'all. Instructions. Raise your hand if you like instructions. Raise your hand if you like being told what to do. Raise your hand if you are one who follows instruction. I ain't see no hands in the house. Amen. See, see, you who are in leadership on your jobs would never implement a new procedure uh, to the process without giving instructions to those who you look to carry out the new procedure. See, see, growing up back in the day, our parents gave us some strict instructions on how to clean, uh, what to clean, uh, what to use to clean, and, and even what time to clean. And it was usually early, Jesus early, early in the morning, they gave us the instructions to get up and clean. I don't know what's wrong with kids today. They want to get up at 12 noon and start. No, the instructions given to us back in the day was clean and get up early in the morning to do it. And, and if, look, their instructions were not followed to the T, we had to stop whatever we were doing and commence to reclean what we thought we had cleaned correctly. Our parents were serious about us cleaning and following the instructions. You see, instructions are important. And when they are followed correctly, my God, it gratifies the one giving the instructions. Come on, when my daughter, she, she, she does her chores correctly and follow the instructions, I'm so gratified and excited. I don't go have to go back and reclaim. Jesus said, see, and, and, and here Jesus, within the content of communion, gives some instructions to his disciples. And the instruction is to eat and to drink. Yeah, I just came off vacation, and this, this, this instruction right here. Yeah, I, I, was, I, was, I was in tune with that one. I was eating, and we were drinking Kool-Aid, iced tea, virgin pina colada. So we don't have no problem following this instructions to eat or to drink in our society. We, we, we eat so aggressively now that it has affected our health. There's some instructions out there in regards to our eating as well. 
Surgeon General, I think he put them out there that we need to eat more fruits and vegetables, nuts and salads that our health can be obtained, that, that we can have energy to praise and glorify God like we never had before. I think sometimes we, we, we don't praise God and give him glory because of some of the stuff we've been eating. Hasn't given us the energy and the stamina we need. Jesus gives them instructions to eat and to drink. Now, Jesus says this in reference to bread to eat and in reference to the cup, Jesus says, to drink from it all of you. And they do so, if you read the text, without question, concern, or hesitation. You see, the disciples knew how to follow instruction when it came to Jesus. See, around the 18th verse, Jesus gives the disciples some instructions to go and inquire of a certain man his home for the Passover and in verse 19, it says that the disciples did as Jesus instructed them and directed them to do. Now, remember, the content of this communion conversation consists of Jesus instructing his disciples to eat his body and drink his blood. Now, I don't know about you, but I would have had some questions and concerns about that. And truth be told, uh, many of us in the BOC, the body of Christ, uh, have, have questions and find it difficult to follow the instructions given to us by the Lord. I believe that many of us see the instructions given to us by God in his word as burdensome, strenuous, strict, and oftentimes odd. But the captivating content in communion should cause us to consider mm, that the instructions given to us by God invite us to be a part of what he is doing in the earth. See, when Jesus instructs his disciples, my God, to eat and drink what symbolizes what would be given for them, he is inviting them to be a part or partner with him in his, what he's doing on earth, which is instituting a new covenant that he makes his disciples a part of his instructions for them to partake of the elements that represent the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we need to know that the instructions Jesus gives are never burdensome, but a blessing, oh my God, for us and to us as he invites us to be a part of the life-changing work he is doing right here on earth. See, when we are given the instructions of the Great Commission in Matthew 28, 19 and 20, which is to go and make disciples 
of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe everything I have commanded you. And remember, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Jesus is inviting you and I to be a part or partner with him in what he is doing in the earth, which is saving the souls of men, women, boys, and girls. Jesus wants us to be a part. So he gives us some instructions. The instructions invite us. They're not burdensome, no, but they're a blessing to be a part of what Jesus is doing in the earth. How captivating is that? Jesus, the Son of God, has chosen you. You and you out there watching to be a part of what he is doing in the earth, my God. Just think, we who were once dead in trespasses and sins, but are now saved by the glorious grace of God, get the opportunity to be a part of the life-changing work of God. Just remember your, your background. Remember where you came from. Remember some of the things that you did. But look, Jesus has pulled you and me out of the muck and the mire of sin, and now he wants to, he saved us, and he wants to make us a part of what he is doing in the earth. And his main concern is the souls of men and women. So now he equips us, oh my God, to be a part of his plan to save folk in the earth that need saving. Hallelujah. Come on. You should get excited that you are part of God's plan. But it comes by way of instruction. See, that, that, that's captivating. I, I would venture to say that that's even mind-blowing. And since the Lord has given you and I a, a part to play in what he is doing in the earth, we have to do our part. Again, it's a partnership, y'all. Come on, you know in marriage, it's a, it's a partnership. They say it's 50-50, but I don't agree. It's 100-100. Yeah, it's a partnership. And this partnership with Jesus Christ, we have to do our part. And, and be not Christians that cower when we are called to share our faith. Christians that don't compromise when we are the only Christian in the room. Christians that follow and more than willingly follow God's instruction to go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations. And when we adhere to his instructions, which are intertwined, look at this y'all, with the Father's will, we mirror on earth what's being done in heaven. For, for, for when Jesus gives instructions about prayer in Matthew 6 and 10, he lets it be known that when the Father's will is done on earth, it is a replication of what is being done in heaven. Oh, my God. So, so, so when we are a part of his plan and we know it and we're doing what God calls us to do, we can get a glimpse of heaven right here on earth. So I encourage you, follow the instructions. Follow the manual, the blueprint of life, which is the word of God, the B-I-B-L-E. Hallelujah. That is the book for me. Amen.
basic instructions before leaving earth. So when you follow, and I follow the instructions given to us by the content contained in the words of Christ, again, we get a glimpse of heaven right here on earth. Amen. And, 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 and as we look at our world today, the world needs a glimpse of heaven right here on earth. And remember, they, they see it in you when you realize that you are a part of the plan to witness and to show forth the love of Jesus Christ. Look at this, y'all, to the unlovable, to those that don't look like you, to those that don't smell like you, to those that don't live where you live. When we are a part of this plan and we follow the instructions, we get a chance to get a glimpse of heaven right here on earth. Amen. 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 But lastly, lastly, let's look at the captivating content in communion that gives us the information we need to understand why Jesus is instituting holy communion. Look at verse 28, y'all. Jesus says, as it's written in red in your Bible, for this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many, my God, for the remission of sins. I got to read that again. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. I got to read that again. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sin. I'm getting excited. For this is my blood of the new covenant that is shed for many for the remission of sin. See, where will we be without information? For we live in a time when information is so easy to access and obtain, which isn't all bad, for it's information that avails us with the particulars of the why, the when, and the who. And here in the captivating content of communion, Jesus shares some information with us in regards to why he is instituting Holy Communion or the Lord's Supper during the time of Passover festival of which was a time when those of Israel took time to commemorate how they escaped the death and destruction of their firstborn male children being slain while in Egypt by smearing the blood of a four-legged lamb on their doorpost. He gives us some information now. here. Now, now, some may think that Jesus instituting this, the Lord's Supper on the a Holy Communion during the time of Passover feast was a, a laying aside of the importance of it by Jesus. Uh, but, but that's not the case at all for Jesus never, ever, never, ever disregarded our disrespected the history or heritage of the Israel nation. And we shouldn't either. For Israel, the nation is the chosen of God and should always be acknowledged and respected as that. Hallelujah. The blessing flows through the nation of Israel. And we who are believers should respect that. 
we should honor that and pray for those in Israel. Those that may not know Jesus as their living Savior. We need to pray for those individuals that they may come to know Jesus Christ as Lord. But here in the text, Jesus gives us the information of why he was instituting this, the Lord's Supper, our Holy Communion. And he does so by recognizing his bloods, my God, as the defining factor for the new covenant. You see, it was the blood of Jesus, the two-legged lamb, that made the difference at Calvary. See, the blood of Jesus was greater than the blood of the four-legged lambs or goats, for the blood of animals in the old covenant could only cover the sins of the people. But, but it was and still is the blood of Jesus that conquers and crushes sin and death. You know, we serve a God whose blood has power to crush the sins, my God, the past, oh my God, present and the future sins that we may commit. And he also deals with death. Oh my God. Come on, he put a hole in the grave that now we don't stay in the grave. There's a home for us in heaven. He had a reason, and his reason was you, and it was me, so he shed his blood on Calvary. Now, this phrase, new covenant, equates to the New Testament of which Jesus, my God, is revealed as God in the flesh who has come not to be served but to serve God, the Father's purpose, which is and will always be to redeem mankind from sin and death. That's the story. That's our story when we are partner with Jesus and go out and share his plan. His plan was to redeem all mankind from sin and death and no matter what, he did it so much that he gave his life for you and for me. You see, through this new covenant, this better covenant, established on better promises, according to Hebrews 8 and 6, that reads like this. But now he has obtained a more excellent ministry. talking about Jesus, y'all. His ministry is excellent. There's no flaws in his ministry. There's no fatigue in his ministry. It's excellent. It's mighty. It's strong. His ministry is not like our ministries where we show up every now and then and act like we're working out. His ministry was excellent. More excellent, the Bible says, amen. Inasmuch as he is also mediator of a better covenant. Holy communion. The Lord's Supper. A new and better covenant. Which was established on better promises. You know that we serve a promise-keeping God. He's not a man then. He should lie. So when he promises to 
save you when you confess with your mouth and, and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead. And when you do it, you'll be saved. That's a promise you can bank on. His promises are yea and amen. Promises confirmed to be authentic and atoning through his shed blood that had the power to accomplish what the old covenant could not do, which was to remove and forgive man of sin and conquer death. You know what Jesus did for you and I in conquered sin, and removed sin, and put, put, put a stamp on sin. No more fishing. God has delivered us and forgiven us of our sins. Come on, that's something to shout about. That's, that's captivating. Come on, come on. That, that, that's pleasing. That's excellent. You see, the content contained in this the information that Jesus delivers to us through the instituting of Holy Communion, i.e. the scriptures. It's so captivating. It could make you cry. My God. So appealing to the soul that it could make you shout. So pleasing to the mind that it could make you praise God like you never praised God before. You see, the content contained in Holy Communion is so captivating that if you let it, like if you really let it sink in and, and see love, think about it, let it sink in, it will not just captivate you, but it will capture your heart. So much so that your life will never be the same. Knowing that you can rest in the safety and assurance that what Jesus instituted through the ordinance of Holy Communion was done with you in mind. It was done, instituted, his body broken, his blood shed. Him giving of the bread, him giving of the fruit of the vine, him declaring his blood to be the new covenant. It was done with you and me in mind. Even before, my God, we said yes to him. He said yes to us. And on this communion Sundays all across the world, we take time. And we make time to remember just what he did for us as we stand. God, we thank you for the captivating content contained in communion that gives us an illustration gives us some instruction but also gives us ultimately some information about how powerful 
your blood and your love is for us. So God, we thank you today that you thought enough about us. Oh my God. Even when we were dead in trespasses and sins, plural sins, that you instituted a new, my God, and more excellent covenant that we can be saved and be brought back in right relationship with you. God, we thank you today. God, we are so undeserving. But because of your great love towards us, in spite of us, you sent your only begotten son with a plan and a purpose which was to die on the cross of Calvary, take the place of the four-legged lamb, and as the two-legged lamb shed your blood that we may have the right to eternal life. God, we don't take that for granted on this communion Sunday. God, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you for your endurance and your love that caused you to hang on a cross, bloody, beaten, and torn just for us. So we give you honor today. We give you thanks. We give you glory. We thank you for your word, my God, that brings us clarity through the illustrations, God, given to us, even by you in your word to know, God, what you did, you did for us. So we thank you today, and we give you glory for us in the precious, prestigious, life-changing name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We do pray. If you're in agreement, say amen.